Hello and welcome to episode one of our exciting series of podcasts. And this episode is called Stepping Up to Management. So here I am in AMS Towers with my producer Harry once again and want to share some thoughts with you in particular if you are somebody who's in a role and doing something at work and you may well be considering stepping up to being a people manager or you may be somebody who already is a manager of people and want just to refresh and review some of your thoughts on on what the role actually involves. So we're going to start right at the beginning for this and again I'll be sharing with you my observations and that the many years of experience that I've had around some of the things to be thinking of. So let's go right back to the beginning and looking at so many organisations what we tend to do as a uh, society is find somebody who's really good at the job they're doing and Quite often, we will offer that person a promotion, a new role, which involves managing other people who are doing the job that that person was once doing. But what I found in a lot of organisations, both ones that I've worked with in the past and ones that I know people who work for them, is people tend to be promoted to become a manager and don't always get the support and preparation that they need in order to help them to adjust to their new role. And the simple fact is that you can be really good at what you do as an individual, be that a salesperson, be that as a consultant, be that as an accountant, anything. You can be the absolute best when you're working essentially on your own. But the transition, the stepping up into a management role all of a sudden requires a whole new set of skills, a whole new mindset, and most importantly, a whole new range of capabilities that you need to add to those skills that you already have if you're going to become a successful manager. And what I've seen in the past is that for many people, it tends to be a bit of a sink or swim. So some people get in there and through their own experience and and quite often a lot of luck, They may become successful and and learn stuff and and really get a sense of success at being a manager of people, whereas others who don't get the support they need and maybe don't get that same level of luck can often find it very difficult. And that can set back in terms of their confidence and they may even regret taking that step. So if you are somebody who is considering stepping up into a role as a people manager. This podcast is designed to help you consider some of the things that you want to be thinking about to make that step. Because the simple fact is that being a people manager is not the right thing for everybody. And if you can have some help and guidance to make that decision, then this is something that uh, I think a lot of people will benefit from. So, Thinking about where we go with this, the first thing to recognise is that when you do go from being what I call an individual contributor, i.e. you are responsible for your output of work only, so you have your own personal targets, deliverables, whatever they may be, moving into a people management role 
the first thing to bear in mind, of course, is that you are then responsible for the outputs of a number of other people. Now, that could be one person that reports to you, or it could be hundreds of people that you are overseeing. You tend to find that for a lot of people, their first stepping up into management tends to be with a relatively small number of people. And then as you grow your experience, then that number increases and you start becoming responsible for other managers who in turn are managing other people as well. So in terms of your mindset, that's the first thing to get your head around is that all of a sudden, when you step up into a people management role, you are responsible for the work of other people. But not only do you become responsible for their work, you become responsible for so many other elements of their lives that will undoubtedly impact on you and how you go about your job. And all of a sudden you find yourself becoming a counsellor, a coach, a confidant, really an advisor to other people. And all of a sudden, when you finish work at the end of each day, at the end of each week, quite often you'll go home with a number of issues, problems, concerns that other people have that you wouldn't have necessarily been thinking about so much if you were just responsible for your work. And it's important to recognise this because how you manage that is very important and learning to be able to deal with that in a real environment becomes very important. There's, there's two key words here, and you'll notice that I've been talking about being a manager and a leader, and they are different words. Management and leadership are two very different but connected elements of when you're in charge of the work of other people. And it's important just to get your head around what the two mean, because they work very well together, but understanding the difference is a real way to help you start to prioritise your time and think about how you apply yourself. And we'll start with management. Management is very much about, in my experience, it's about processes, it's about efficiencies, it's about getting things done, it's about achieving deadlines, quality measures, and really getting a set of tasks and activities done as efficiently as possible with the resources that you've got. Now, you can manage things as well as people. You can manage a whole range of things. You can manage numbers, machinery, computers, anything like that doesn't have to involve people. But it's about getting the most efficient results from the resources that you have. And the thing about management is when you become a people manager, you will be responsible for doing things efficiently, for getting things done right, for uh, things like time scales, time plans and worksheets and arranging holidays and making sure that you've got cover. And it's a very efficiency-based approach. And of course, you, you have to have that. The other important element, of course, is leadership. Now, leadership, by definition, is about people. And leadership is very different to management in that leadership is about emotions predominantly. And there are so many views on what management and leadership are. I'm just sharing with you my thoughts on what I've found. But you can explore and you can research this online uh, to your heart's content, really. 
But essentially, leadership is about the impact you have on other people. And it's about inspiration. It's about communication. It's about engagement. It's about how you affect other people at an emotional level. And leadership skills are becoming more and more important in the way that we manage teams as well. So essentially, the whole piece around leadership is something I could be talking to you for hours, days, probably weeks here. And I see the look of horror on Harry's face as I uh, mentioned that, but it's all right, Harry, we're not going to be doing that today. But it's important to have that sense that they are two very different things. And the bottom line, dear listener, if you are thinking about becoming a manager of people, is that you can be a manager and not be much of a leader. But if you do that, you'll probably never be a particularly good manager. Think back to the managers you've worked for maybe in the past where they haven't been able to engage you, to make you feel good, to inspire and communicate and get you feeling motivated about the job you do. Being a manager without being a leader will probably get you some results. It'll probably get you some results over a short period of time. But what you tend to find then is is that people don't stay loyal to you. They don't give the extra bit of effort and and energy. And quite often, they won't realise their potential, neither will your team. And you won't be achieving the task that you've got in hand to the best quality possible. When you start to factor in as a people manager, though, if you're doing the management side of things, but you can become a leader to those people as well, that's where the magic happens. And you'll find that the best managers that you've probably worked for will be the ones that have been leaders as well. Those that, because of what they do and how they do it, the way they communicate, the way they engage and how they are with you, you give extra. You develop a passion for what you're doing. You feel motivated. You choose to do your best. And ultimately, what that tends to do is that not only enables the team to produce better results, but it tends to be more sustainable as well. And over a period of time, you then find that loyalty grows, engagement grows, and hey, it's a hell of a lot more fun leading a team than just managing them and that's where you build a real sense of of something together that is bigger than the sum of its parts so there's a lot more to this management and leadership than than meets the eye and and over the years I've talked to so many people and quite often those who aren't in a in a people management role will say to me, oh, I'd love to be a manager and boss everybody around and be in charge and and be the boss, which is absolutely fine. But once you scratch beneath the surface, there's a lot more to it. Yeah, sure, it can be nice to be in charge. And particularly when things are going well and you're smashing your targets or you're meeting your your metrics and, and things are great. But The other thing to bear in mind, of course, is when we're thinking about mindset, that 
the pressure increases and you are responsible for more work than you can do yourself. And so, therefore, you're more likely to feel that greater amount of pressure from above. And it's interesting just to spend a few moments and think about what are the characteristics of, of a great manager? Because if you have got a really great manager, then you won't always be aware of the pressure they may be under from their boss. And there will be times when they are managing, leading, and you're not aware of some of the challenges and, and the pressures they've got. Sometimes you will be, but other times you won't. And, and that ability to absorb pressure and not just necessarily pass on the kicking if they're getting kicked from upstairs uh, and pass that on to you is a real leadership skill. So being able to absorb and not replicate all of the pressures you're under is, is a really key element. But it's also worth, if you get a chance to just sit down for a moment and list on a piece of paper, what do you think are the characteristics? Think back to the great managers that you may have had, people that have really sparked your passion and your loyalty. And typically you'll come up with areas such as uh, they're a great communicator, they're approachable, um, they are somebody that brings a bit of fun to the workplace as well because, you know, all, all work and no play is not necessarily a great place to be. But they also know where to draw that line between friendliness and professionalism. And in particular, it can be a real challenge if you find yourself promoted to being a manager of a team that you used to be part of. And that brings its own challenges. And, and if one, one day you are one of the gang and you're all together and you're all jointly having a go at your manager and going out and having a social time and doing all of that together, and then the next week you are then the manager of that team, so much changes in the dynamic and a lot of people can struggle with that. And how you set the new relationship up is really key to your success. And it does mean that... One of the characteristics of any good manager is the ability to have those tough conversations. Um, a lot of people go into management with the aim of being liked and popular and one at a crowd and having fun and going out and socialising with the gang and doing everything that's fun and being approachable and nice, which is all great as long as things are working. But you also need to be able to call out where performance or behaviors are unacceptable if you get people rolling in late every morning um, or starting to do stuff that's disruptive to your team and one of the areas we'll be looking at a little bit later in in one of our future episodes is having those difficult conversations giving feedback that may be difficult to give but also may be difficult for the individual to receive so it starts to become a lot more complex that you need to be looking to be respected before looking to be liked because I've seen managers that everybody likes and thinks is, yeah, really, really good person and, and really good fun. And you know what? You can do whatever you want because they're not really that bothered and they don't deal with it and they don't do anything about it. But actually that makes the manager's job much, much more difficult. And it's about thinking, well, what kind of manager do I want to be known as? Do I want to be known as somebody who's a complete ogre and doesn't have any humanity and 
make sure everything is done at the cost of everything else? Or do you want to be a manager that is a walkover, a pushover, and nobody's that bothered and don't really bother doing anything properly because they know it's not going to be dealt with? And those are the two extremes that a lot of people find themselves in. There is another way, a third option, and that is to be somebody that is respected and liked, but also that people will say, yeah, that person, they're great to work with, they're fun, they're engaging, they're inspiring, but don't mess them around, yeah? You've got to do things right and you've got to do things properly because if you don't, they'll have you for it. Yeah, they won't ignore it, they'll pick it up with you. And that's a difficult balance to to get in reality. So there's a lot of qualities and a lot of skills about being a great manager. Remember, we're not talking here about a mediocre manager or an average manager. We're talking about somebody that is a great manager because they're a leader as well. And one of the areas that you also need to get your mindset around is where you focus your time and your energy. When you know a job inside out, it's very easy to spend more time rolling your sleeves up and getting more involved in that detail when you become a manager. But it's really worth bearing in mind that you need to take a much bigger view now when you do step up into management and avoid the trap of getting so involved in the detail. And often it can mean that you don't delegate enough because a lot of new managers think, well, I know how to do that myself. It's much quicker for me to do it myself, so I'll carry on doing it myself. When actually what we should be doing is delegating and developing other people to be able to do the job themselves. And there is a really great um, model that I want to share with you and encourage you to look into. And I know I said we don't use many models here and we don't, but occasionally there's one that is essential study. And I would certainly suggest action-centered leadership by a gentleman called John Adair, A-D-A-I-R. Just pop it in your search engine and have a look. And what Adair does really, really successfully is break down three elements of leadership into task, team, and individual. And he advocates a helicopter approach where you as a manager stroke leader should assume or imagine that you're in a helicopter hovering above the battleground or whatever you want to call it and deciding where to land that helicopter, where to focus. Because if you land in either one of those and spend too long, you risk neglecting the others. And of course, that can have an impact on achieving the task. The task is why we're there. It's about getting it done But actually, you need your team and you need your individuals in that team and you need to spend energy on investing time and focus on them as well. So absolutely worth having a look. John Adair, action-centered leadership. Do look it up and and spend some time having a a look at that because that's a really good way to help you reprioritize what you need to focus your energy on when you become a manager. So, a bit of food for thought, and as I said earlier, and and Harry's breathing a sigh of relief, I can see over there, that uh, I just wanted to provoke some thought and get you thinking about, a little bit about what's involved in in that step up. And one of the things about being a manager, my friends, is that it's a tough job. It can be lonely at times, 
and it can be very challenging. But when you're doing it well, it's the most rewarding thing you can do. And when you bring in a strong element of leadership to what you do, then you'll find that it transforms not only your experience, but the experience of the team and also results in some fantastic results in terms of what you are tasked to deliver. So I'm going to set you a little bit of thinking to do between now and next time. And the first thing I would really encourage you to do is think back to anybody that you've worked for in the past. Think about the worst, think about the best, and just spend a few minutes and write down a few thoughts. What to you are the characteristics that make a great manager stroke leader? Now, there'll be some that are the same for everybody, but there will be some that are unique and specific to you. But just to spend a few minutes and identify those qualities, those traits, those personality elements that for you make a really great manager. I'd also really recommend that you look into Action-Centred Leadership by John Adair and go online and have a look. There is a wealth of information there to help you explore that fantastic uh, leadership model. Great. So having done that, we are going to be exploring a lot more in the next episodes. And some of those include areas such as communication and presentation skills, coaching, feedback, having difficult conversations, whole range of stuff that is going to help you, whether you are looking to step up or whether you're already in a management and leadership role. Remember, being a manager is also about being a leader if you want to be your best. And leadership is very much about emotions and how people feel. And I'll leave you with a quote from the late, great Maya Angelou. And she once said, and I quote, people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will always remember the way you made them feel. Just think about that. Think about how that impacts upon how you manage and lead other people. That brings us to the end of episode one. Please make sure you leave us a review and also be sure to hit that subscribe button. See you next time.